You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you, too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking design just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC. Yo, what's happening with what's happening? Welcome to What's Happening. I'm Brad. I'm Fred. It's a show we talk about what's happening. What's happening with you, bro? Nothing much. Just enjoy Father's Day. Um, yes, sir. My daughter cooked for me. My lady got me a shop back. Yeah, I know I'm getting old. I'm happy about a shop back. <laughs> I wait to get it back. Uh, I bought a. I bought me a couple little tools and whatnot. You know, saying some drywall tools to go with my wall stuff. So. Overall, I'm, I just sat back and enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Had a great weekend with the fam. What's up with you, bro? Man, I had a great weekend, bro. I, all right, so I ain't even talked to you since since we last recorded. Um, I got that new van that I've been needing. That's what's up. Got that on Friday. Bro. Um, my Friday work day, I <clears throat> sat in the store for five hours and did nothing. <clears throat> so. Went, work, easy day. Got the new van Friday night. Saturday, we had the Juneteenth celebration at the church. Did that in the early afternoon. Got that done Saturday evening. Um, my my best friend, Jessica, she threw a party for her sister cousin, Ashley, uh, and also a couple other cousins as well. It was a surprise party for them, but Jessica made it sound like it was a Juneteenth party. Um, and it was funny because Ashley, and I'm going to make sure I send this clip to Ashley to let me hear her talking about her. She um, showed up late, not knowing this was a surprise party. And you could tell she didn't really plan on staying long because she had on, it was supposed to be like a luau theme. And she had on like jeans and a hoodie or something like that, high heels, things like that. She, <laughs> she, she came through late. And then she saw that there was a birthday party. I swear she did a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers morph into a luau outfit. I don't know how she changed her clothes, how she went home, changed clothes, and came back so fast. By the time I grabbed the plate and sat down, she was here in a whole new attire. But that was a good time, man. Also, that was like a that was a grown folk event. It's the first time I had a chance to go to a grown folk event in like 10 years. It was a good time. Um and then Sunday, man, was chill, man. My kids and, and they, they, the kids and the wife, man, they got me uh, some some t-shirts. They got me this little joint right here. This is a little keychain Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game. Um, yeah, man, and I just was able to just relax the whole weekend. So, new vehicle, good times with family, good times with friends. Hey. All good over here. You Max for more. <laughs> exactly. 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 And um, so first off, if you are watching us on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, thank you. Welcome to what's happening. And uh, you're probably wondering, okay, who's this guy just standing here waiting for an opportunity to talk? 
<laughs> this is my brother. What's up? What's happening? <laughs> he hit me up like like two or three months ago and said, definitely let me know if you ever want me to be on a podcast. I was like, check. We're going to be <laughs> No, for sure. No, for hey. real. Hey, man, it's good to have you on, bro. Man, it's definitely an honor, man. It's a pleasure. It's good to just, man, chop it up with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's like we get ready to talk, but it's almost like we, we get to, like, reminisce as well because we had a lot of good times, a lot of good lives. Absolutely. So I like to tie things in together. Um, I think I said this on an earlier episode, like an early, early episode. But one thing about me is when I come on camera, I'm intentional about the things that I wear. And so this shirt that I've y'all seen me wear the shirt in the past that says redeem, it's got the barcode. Brandon here, his wife made this. Yeah. So no. go ahead and plug the wife's website real yeah, quick. Yeah, I gotta yeah, I gotta do a shameless plug. But no, man, that's my my wife's brand that she uh created called May First. And uh, the whole message behind the brand is those that was last shall be made first. You know, it's based off of a, a Bible scripture in Matthew. And um, then when she made that, that shirt redeemed, she had the idea with the barcode, like, you know, God bought us, of course, with his blood, you know. So whenever you got that barcode on, you got to know that you want a God's chosen. You know, you've been bought, you, you know, so. That was the whole idea behind that. And, uh, you know, she just had our third baby. And I know we'll probably talk about that, too. But, like, yes, she took us a little break. She took a little break. But she got a lot of good ideas she's getting ready to work on. And she, she kind of want me to start getting some of the men's stuff. So I'm excited about that. I got a whole bunch of ideas. So, yes. yeah, we're going to completely revive the brand probably here this fall. That's, That's what's up. And listen, y'all, y'all. Y'all live in the same world that we live in. Gas is high, inflation is high. And he just he just had a third baby. Please buy a shirt. Please buy a shirt. <laughs> but no, man, we wanna um you know, we wanna get you on here and you know yeah. we're gonna talk about life, we're gonna talk about you know, we're gonna talk about the music and um you know, figure out what you got going on and for sure. Know, everything we do is freestyle. You know, for those of you that are listening or watching. Fred and Brandon have never met before we went live about five, six minutes ago. So <laughs> here we go. This is what we do. We keep it, we keep it a buck, man. So gotcha. I mean, you know, why don't you um so I met you in 2014 at the church. And and again, to tie all things together, you guys might remember from episode nine, we interviewed Dominique Stamper. We talked about the same church. So I'm bringing you dope people from the same circle. Definitely. Shout out Dom, man. He's doing a lot of good things with the youth basketball. So just, you know, if he's listening, man, shout out Dom too, man. Keep doing it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's good, Dom? Yes, sir. But, yeah, so, you know, I said I met you around 2014. So, um, (laughs) you know, I mean, you know, in your own words, give us your kind of – your walk up to that point. And, you know, from what I've gathered, I think you did a little bit of music even before then. Yeah, 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 man. 2014, man. 2014, man, I, I still was uh, 
getting back acclimated, like, you know, with the church and stuff. Um, I wasn't, of course, where I am today. So I still had a lot of the world in me, you know. And um, I used to do secular music before. Um, I used to go actually by the stage name of Easy Money before. Uh, now my the name that I record underneath is AG2G, which just stands for All Glory to God. Uh, I, I go by that name just because, like, everything that I do, like, when people be like, oh, man, that song is crazy, like, or, you know, you did this or I did that, you know, it's God, it ain't me, you know, so I just want to give God a glory, you know, and um, to just go back to 2014, I feel like me and Brad was like, what was pretty cool is like, we was the youngest leaders, I think, like on leadership, man, which I was crazy. I, became, I don't know how I became a leader. I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask for it. I, yeah. I just, okay. Yeah, man. So it was just like, you chosen. I came on to leadership and Brad was there and like, you know, Brad just, man, he got that welcoming vibe. Like he's not funny acting. He's not fake. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's church. And I know sometimes like church uh, people get labeled a certain kind of way. But, you know, Brad was not that stereotypical Christian, man. He was just himself. You know, he welcomed me. Me and him had a lot of good laughs, man. A lot of good times. Um, I just remember, too, like, that's back then when he used to, you know, work and work with the cell phones. Man. You know? <laughs> you done leveled up now. Got your own podcast. <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I appreciate that, but we talking about you today, bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But so, um, from there, man, you know, like that's just what I really remember us meeting, man. You know, just being young men, being leaders, you know, just with a passion and, and dreams. And, you know, here we go today. So what made you what made you stop or slow down on your music initially? Oh, man. So initially what was happening, man, I was building up actually a lot of momentum. Um, I actually did have a following more back then. And um, a person that I, I was connected with, he had kind of like told me like how to get into the industry. And um, he said, you know, you got to make a hit song. And then when you have a hit song, then you got to go to a like a big um, recording studio and record, re-record that song there. So like an engineer that's already on, hear your music, and then you, you begin to build a name. So um, back then, <laughs> which was a, a while ago, like I was actually gonna record at this studio. Man, I can't remember what it was called. Um, it was in Atlanta. It was in Atlanta where uh, at that time, like, Gucci and Waka, you know, okay. that's where they record and everything. And I had this song that was kind of starting to circulate a little bit around here and get played in like some clubs in Cleveland and stuff like that. So I was going to go ahead and go do that song, you know, down in Atlanta. Like I had got the studio session and everything. And man, I'll just never forget, like my best friend, he he produced my my music back then. He was my main producer. And he was my right hand. He still is, you know. He still respect me, even though my different choice, you know, to uh, live and, and different things like that. Like, um, 
we was all in on it. And just one day, man, it was like probably like a couple of weeks before. And just some someone sitting right with me, man. I think it, to be all the way honest, I know that it was God. But like not to get too deep, just like on the, the natural perspective, the thing that turned me off was I was watching a lot of videos and a lot of interviews. And I'm like, man. These dudes got to be in character 24-7. Like, I ain't no character. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a puppet. I don't got no switch to cut on and be like, oh, you know, look at me. Like, that ain't me. Like, I'm just me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I saw by the interviews and different things, like, dang, they can't never be themselves. They always have to be that character no matter where they go. Like, they can't even go to Walmart and be themselves. They even got to go to something simple as Walmart, you still got to be this character. And then at this time, that was the first thing that caught my attention. And then I had like a video that I was getting ready to like actually do. And when I was like at the sit down and was coming up with the ideas, a lot of the ideas, I'm just like, and I don't, that don't sit well with me. Like, you know, and they're like, this dude, this is how you going to get publicity, you know, and just different things. Like it ain't really too different from what you see today. You know what I'm saying? Like, like sometimes when I, I watch certain people, like they just call it clout chasing today, you know? And it's just like, basically, and it's something I observe. It's like, you got to almost make a mockery of yourself to start getting acknowledged on certain levels of entertainment. And mm. I, I don't know if everybody believe or feel that way, but I do. I mean, I look at all, like, look at all the successful um actors and especially black men like that are actors they've always had to play a woman they always had to play like uh um like you just you you look at even like wesley snipes and just will smith and jamie fox and you know like all these people have had to play a woman to really like grow their career and i just feel like today you have to humiliate yourself to get on. And that just wasn't me. So, go ahead, Fred. This is dope. Uh, before I say anything, I'm gonna uh, say what up to Amir. Shout out to I Don't Care What You Think Podcast. I see you in the comments, appreciate you. What's uh, up, bro? But, uh, I, and I, and I, I agree with you, Brandon, a lot, you know what I'm saying? And it's the, the thing is, though, you know, I think it, they've gotten, you know, kind of away more from the humiliation aspect necessarily, yeah. you know, and I think they just, they, they attack who you are. Like, the thing is, you still got to, you got to let, all your deepest darkest secrets out that closet like they gonna know and i think you know that's where the humiliation comes from is because they know everything about you right and they're 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 with you 24 7. they they know what you like what you don't like you know what i'm saying the the type of you know saying women or you know saying men or whatever you know i'm saying like they know every single thing so you know, those people that you think, oh, well, we making money and we doing this, mm-hmm. they're the ones who's going to flip that script when you're no longer making money or when you're getting a little too high and they got that in the vault to be able to get you to be the puppet. 
And I yeah. think that's where, you know what I'm saying, it starts because it, it's just a big blackmail game. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you look at, you know, uh, Epstein and Cosby and Kelly and, you yeah. know what I'm saying, a lot of these people just recently here, my thing is, this stuff been going on for how long? Why is it always like every time you hear something about them, it's, it's something that's been going on for a period of time that people knew about. Yeah. But they always wait to yeah. bring it out. Like why why nobody jumps on it right away when you see it happen, when you know it's wrong, you know what I'm saying? Why ain't they jumping on it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, and that's why I say I don't think it's a humiliation factor. They just hold all the cards to who you are and what you don't want exposed or what you don't need to be exposed. Yeah. And, and when you're yeah. no longer able to produce or make for them, then you become exposed, you know what I'm saying? So that way you become, you know what I'm saying, easy to weed out or throw away with, with no one saying anything or giving up a fight. Like, you know, oh, that that's not right. Yeah. Because your character's tarnished, you know what I'm saying? Like your reputation's tarnished. Everything's gone from that standpoint. Yeah. And it's hard to come back from, you know what I mean? So it's... For I think sure. that that's another, you know what I'm saying, side to it. But it's, I mean, it, it's a wicked game. But at the same time, where I, I will say I kind of disagree, I don't think it's everybody. There's a select chosen few that don't have to go through, you know what I'm saying, those periods. And it's usually those who can reinvent themselves and keep themselves relevant. Yeah. You, yeah. you know what I mean? When you look at the snoops, the Jay-Z's, you know what I'm saying, the Diddy's, the, those people keep re reinventing themselves in some way or they redo the same thing, you know what I'm saying, in a way that's more appealing to those that can make it popular now. Yeah. <clears throat> I think, too, though, those those people, they, they've been established since the late 90s. I think because, like, you ever hear when people talk about gatekeepers, you know, like, when they talk about those kind of, yeah. those titles and things like that, like, Jay-Z, Snoop, you know, these are people that have been, Diddy, these people have been established since the 90s, you know, so but they don't have But my question is, what did you prove. have to do to get established? It, it, you know, they had yeah. something to prove. You, it, you don't just become established. You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you, too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking designed just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Without no, putting no in certain work or giving up a certain amount of money or, you know what I'm saying, to that extent. Sometimes you yeah. can outsmart the system and there's very few who does that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, for sure. Because you, ahead, get, you get things like, yeah, I see them. You get things like 360 deals, you know what I'm saying, that necessarily ain't just saying people are bad or the industries are bad or, you know what I'm saying, that they did something. It's just you had a crooked business deal and they seen a dummy coming. Yeah. So peeling it back a little bit, you were talking about how 
you it, 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 it sounded like you know people had to be in character and you didn't I mean I, I'm assuming you, you well not I'm assuming you said that's not you that's that's yeah. not you, that's not what you wanted to do that's not who you wanted to be um yeah. would you say that I guess what you're saying is, is that you've seen some people and you've had some conversations with them when the lights aren't on and it's like that that's not who you are. Right. So, okay. Yeah, of okay. course, because it's like you can't turn off the the character that you portray. Because it, it I don't believe that nobody is this the complete same in front of the camera and off of the camera. You know, and that that ability to just be yourself without having to be, you know, like when you think about it, like you have to be Diddy, but then there's also Sean Combs. Mm -hmm. What about Sean Combs? Or is it just Diddy 24 seven? Separate just, the art from the artist. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's true. I like that too. We did an but episode called I, I guess, I guess I just think like, you know what I'm saying? For where I was at in 2014, I think the life that I was living, Fred, because it was like I was I was in between two worlds, you know. God was calling me, but I was still in the world. So basically, like what I'm saying is I didn't I wasn't feeling like, oh, this is who I'm gonna be in the next five to ten years. Yeah. I don't wanna go any further. So that's that's what really I was kind of like saying. That's where I was at 2014. It was like why well, I pulled back because I'm like God was starting to tug on my heart. He was starting to call me a whole different way. So it's like, man, how am I gonna be able to live for the Lord, but still portray like, oh, this is me as an artist, and God was changing me, you know? So I guess that's what if I add that piece, maybe it kind of make more sense to what I was saying. Like, because it's not that people aren't being themselves. But if you get ready to transform, but then at the same time, you're about to be on, how do you transform just when you get to be known? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a hard transition. If you're changing and the world is about to get to know you, then they're going to be like, well, who is this dude? Like, you know, like two months ago, he was talking about smoking weed, hitting different chicks. And now, like, he talking about Jesus and he talking about being sober. You know what I'm saying? It. it I no, just I, I get it. Everybody can't be R. Kelly, so you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, hey, I'm I'm gonna just be honest. You say what you yeah. want, but happy people and you say me, you know what I'm saying, on the same album. I just I don't <laughs> see who else to do it. Hey, he, he's the greatest, but he's a goat. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, you know, on that, you know what I'm saying, being two different people, it's kind of funny you say that because I actually remember a person who tried out for American Idol and uh -huh. This person, I mean, got chops. They can blow. It's beyond belief. You know what I'm saying? And you can tell the difference from somebody who sang and somebody who can really, you know what I'm saying, blow and, and know music. And she yeah. was one of those that was, you know what I'm saying, had that special ability. Yeah. And she could have went far in American Idol, but the thing was they wanted her to change her name. Hmm. And she didn't want to be who they wanted her to be to the world. 
And so, you know what I'm saying? That it was real hard and she walked away from it all. And I mean, probably had a hell of a chance to win, you know what I'm saying? American Idol, easy. Wow. And all because they said, well, you're going to have to be this person as the cast member. You know what I'm saying? When we call you out, you'll go by this name. You know what I'm saying? All the way through, you'll be this name. Yeah. And she was like, nah, that's not who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's crazy, you know, that when you said that, that it's like, that's a big thing. You know what I'm saying? Can you be you know what I'm saying? Somebody that you're not like, and yeah. if you think about it, you know what I'm saying? Like when um, Dre bought him, he said, hey, yeah, you could rap, but ain't nobody finna listen to it. Mm. So he had to come out with the real Slim Shady, some corny ass shit to catch <laughs> everybody. I mean, don't get me and wrong. Like he said, he, he, he said he had, he had bars in it. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. It was a corny, you know what I'm saying, like just catchy song. Yeah, yeah. And it blew. And then you got his album. You listen to Marshall Mathers LP and be like, "Who the hell is this guy?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I remember buying the album and I'm playing the song thing. And it's, you know what I'm saying? Playing the CD thing is gonna be cool. This motherfucker talking about his mom being raped and you know what I'm saying, yeah. like shit going down in the trailer. My mom's like, "Cut that shit off!" Like. What the hell did you just buy? Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, I, I thought about the real some shady, but I don't know who this guy is. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, so you ended up, you know, kind of putting your music on hold, and you went into. I know you you doing real estate. I feel like you were doing yeah. something else. That's what I'm talking about. Right there. Yeah, man. Um, I've been doing real estate for three years now. Okay. Um, man, because. What happened was, like, 2014, I kind of just became a drifter, man, to be honest. Because it's like when you've been living a certain kind of way for so long, man, bro, you don't change overnight. So it took me so long to find who I was in God. You know what I'm saying? So, like, from 2014 to, like, 2019, I just worked a whole bunch of random jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had worked for an IRA company called Equity. Um, I had uh, worked for uh, some good jobs, though. Like, I I also had worked for, like, Lorraine County uh, Mentor Program, where I was mentoring the youth. I couldn't Um, couldn't remember that. Detention Center. Man, I really liked that job, though, man. I really was able to pour into some young men and just really just show them it's a different way. And one thing is, like, when you're really from a certain kind of background, like, the youth pick up on that, and they give you their ear. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, that I really enjoyed that. Then I did, like, I was – I did outreach where uh, I was helping the homeless um, find housing in Ohio, like, through a, a program called PATH, which stands for Project Assistance Through Homelessness. Um, wow. I did that. Um, and then after that, what another kind of job that I did? Um, I was a reentry caseworker, so like that was really cool, and that was really crazy because I started seeing a lot of cats that I ran the streets with coming home. 
But it was cool because I, I got a chance to help them and they be like, bro, this is who you are today? Like, how did you go from being in the, with me, you know, like just being transparent and I'm not trying to glorify my own life or nothing like that, but like how you go from the trap to now being a re-entry caseworker, you know what I'm saying? And it's your story, I did, though. I did <laughs> you said what? I said it's your story, though. It ain't it ain't about glorifying your life. It's your story. Some people yeah. need to hear it. That's, that's yeah. somebody else that's out there that's in that same boat that's probably one step away from going where your homeboys went but could be going where you want hearing this. So go ahead. Yeah, man. Thanks, bro. You know, and so then that was real cool, man, because I, I was able to show them, like, there was a whole bunch of jobs that hire felons. That was one thing I started learning. I like, I got a lot of knowledge of companies and corporations that had programs for people that have felonies and stuff. So it's crazy. I, I went through all that to like, <laughs> that all came together for me to get my real estate license, right? So I get, I get engaged and then I started having like the real thoughts like, all right, I need a career. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to have a wife, I'm about to have a kid, I'm about to have mortgage. Like, I need a real life job. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even want to work no nine to five. Like, to me, that ain't almost even enough for real, to be honest. So, man, it was crazy. I was cleaning out my old spot where I live. Me and my wife, I got married. And I'm cleaning out my old spot. And I remember back in the day, I had interest in real estate. So, I, you know, I see a book and I had forgot, like, dang, I had started the classes. I had some of the books and everything. So it just came back to me like, oh, man, I'm about to get my real estate license. You know what I'm saying? It's the perfect time, perfect opportunity. So I go to class and everything, right? I get done with the classes, and then guess what? Here comes my past. But I'm sharing this because I want to let everybody know, like, it's still an opportunity. So I pass all that, and I'm getting ready to take the national and state exam. And they like, hey, you got a felony? And I'm like, yeah, you know, like, because I have – I had some cases or whatever, whatever, that just all got dropped down to just me having five-year probation. So that's another thing. Like, Brad didn't know that, but when you met me and I was at church, I was on probation. People didn't know that, though, because I just was to myself. Like, didn't know that you know till right now. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just to myself. I'm not trying to – I would need no stripes or, you know, none of that. I was just trying to make sure I didn't violate, to be honest. So, right. so, so stay like, here. Yeah, for real. So, like – so, okay, so then I, I learned, like, okay, they learned about my felony, and I'm like, dang, man, what I'm going to do? Because they like, you can't have no felony and have your real estate license in Ohio. And I'm like, I started looking this up, and I'm like, man, no, this, this can't be possible. Like, they let me go to the school. I paid, like, $2,000 for the classes and to take the exam, and now they said. So then I had looked, and it was like, the only way to get your license, your real estate license in Ohio with a felony is you got a lighter Yep, you got to write a letter to the state. Mm. Man, and I wrote a letter, man, and I prayed about it, man, and it was crazy, man. I had to keep hitting them up, like, every month, man. They kept putting me off. It took, like, it took like four or five months for them to finally be like, you know what? All right, we're going to let you have a seat to take the exam. And, man, I finally got that seat, man, and I passed the exam, and got my real estate license, and here I am today, man. It's crazy. <clears throat> This year been really busy for me. I've been really just grinding and just keeping my head up. I ain't really been like paying attention to like, like my accolades or accomplishments. 
And I, I don't be going to the office too much, like where I got my real estate license held at. Right. <laughs> it's at a place called Cowell Baker. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I go back to the office and I look and I'm on a multi-million dollar uh, agents. And I'm okay. like, what? I'm like, that's crazy. Like, man, I, you know, I don't know, man. I just got to be showing out in my life, y'all. I ain't even going to cap. Like, I didn't even... All I was doing was grinding. I didn't even set it as a goal or nothing, man. I just was grinding hard. I wasn't I wasn't even checking my numbers to see how good my sales was. But I just knew I was working hard. Man, I was focused on my EP. I did that. And then like I said, man, I went to the office and I was I was number nine. Ranked I was a I'm ranked the number ninth agent in my office, and that's out of like 55 agents. There we go. And I was the youngest one on the board. Hey, that's that's what's up. That's what's yeah, up. Man. So, quick question. And uh, shout out Brandon Mullins for uh, catching your first live. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, but, uh, what's up, yeah, Brandon? Yeah, I know it's one of yours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so did they expunge your record? Yeah. Yeah, I had my... See, the thing that that's another thing I'm happy you said that I learned that whenever you're doing any kind of licensing that deals with any kind of laws, because there's real estate law that they they go deep into your record. And even if it's expunged, they still going to make they're going to take a look at it they still because can you're see dealing it. With, you said what they can still see. it. Yeah, they can still yeah. see it, but they can't like hold it government jobs. The same thing. Yep, they can't hold it against you, though, but they can still see it. Basically, I stayed 10 minutes outside of Fort Knox, and so with me coaching basketball, especially early on in the rec leagues, we um, our youth rec league partnered with Fort Knox, and so we would have games on Fort Knox, and they would have games off base, you know, with us. And basically, you couldn't coach if you couldn't get on Knox. And, you know, when you go on Knox and you give them your ID and your social, they run your thumbprint. Holding okay. on through that mud like it, it ain't no joke. So, and they're gonna tell you flat out, uh, 98. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you like, hold on, I thought I got that. No, I see it, but I'm just I'm just making sure. Is that is, <laughs> all right? Um, okay. 72? Like, you like, <laughs> look, bro, I was only like 17. Like, on, like, I didn't see some old heads in there pleading their case with DCOs. Like, gee, you know, you know how old I was in 72? You talking about I can't? And, and literally, it changes up based on what's going on in the world. Yeah. Like, I, I've seen people literally, we go through the compound, we get on base today. Tomorrow, you know, we we might be at war with Russia, so they like, all right, they're locking everything down. Nah, you had a DUI, you're not getting on. Mm. Like, Dang. bro, I was on yesterday with a DUI. Yeah, not today, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to tell you just like that, and they're going to be like, and if you, um, you want to know if the rules change, you just check this board here, you know what I'm saying, every so often. And, um, yeah, but probably won't change unless things, you know, loosen up. <laughs> so when you get out of here, you're going to go to the first little roundabout, you're going to make the left, and you're going to head back out. <laughs> <laughs> like, straight up, bro. Like, 
they're not playing. So I, I get what you're saying because, like, I was in the same boat. I didn't – and the sad part was I didn't even have a felony. Yeah. Uh, I had a I had a minor misdemeanor. And um, I also, back in the day, had a, a, a theft charge, a credit card theft charge. So yeah. when I went to college, we found a wallet, me and another uh, cat that I was cool with. And we decided to go on a little shopping spree with dude, credit card, buying dumb shit online. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And they caught up with us. But because it was my first offense ever, it was just they put me on diversion. It was like, once you finish your community service hours, we'll drop you, you know what I'm saying, your uh, charge. Yeah, yeah. So so that happened, you know, that was like, I was like 18, 19. Three years later, I'm literally asleep. I wake up to undercover detectives beating on the door. And they stand, they had, I guess, beat on the door and my cousin let them in. So they're standing over my head. And I wake up to these folks standing on my head and I look like, what the hell going on? And they was there for my cousin. Well, there was a bag of weed, you know what I'm saying, on the um, on the coffee yeah. table. Yeah. And so they was like, they looking around, they're like, who weed is this? And, and they wouldn't tell us what they came to get my cousin for. Like, they told him, get dressed, you coming with me. So I was like, it's mine, you know what I mean? Like, I, because yeah. I, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't want to add nothing to what he had going on. So I'm like, it's just a bag of weed. It's a minor misdemeanor, no biggie. So I take the charge. They write me a ticket. I got to go to court, go to court. You know what I'm saying? They give me a little fine. I pay the fine. Well, I go to get my carry concealed weapon uh, license in the state of Ohio. And they pulled that that little weed charge up and said, oh, well, you have a minor misdemeanor for possession of marijuana. You can't, you can't get a carry concealed. Dang. And it's a minor misdemeanor. Like, this is yeah. non-jellable offense, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Cat was just smoking some weed last night and had leftover in the bag. Like, dude said yeah. it, the judge said it in the court, like, it was 1.1 grams. I said, damn. So, I had to write a letter in, you know what I'm saying, paid a little fee. I didn't call and check in, but they sent me a letter and said, we expunged your record, they expunged my record. So basically, I ended up getting two expunges. I had one through the diversion program in Cincinnati, and then yeah. one by me writing a letter when I was in Sandusky. And that's the only reason I'm able to get on Fort Knox. That's the only reason I'm able to get a carry concealed, that expungement. But every time I go, they say, oh, you had a theft? Yeah. Oh, you had a you had a possession charge? I'm like, yeah, they both expunged. Yeah, we see. That's so trifling. Yeah, but like, it, it's like, why would you bring it? Like to me, I thought that was illegal for you to even say anything about it. Like I, right, I didn't think, bro. I yeah. thought once you get funds, like because to me, if you can see it, if I come for an interview to your job and you do my background check and you see that I had, you know, what I'm saying some expunged charges, you shouldn't be able to say nothing to me about that. Yeah, which. In, in reality, because I've been in management, I've done background checks and whatnot, you only get a pass or fail in management. You know what I'm saying? Now, higher up, Ooh. they can get to it a little more, but it's only either pass or fail for what the company standards are set at. Right. Uh, okay. The government, like you said, that's different. 
when you're going through them, they can see it line by line like a credit report. It, it's not yeah. it's not to be played. Breakdown. So, yeah, so like that, it's just weird that it is it's different like that on them too. But I, I feel what you're saying. And Brandon, uh, I actually stay in Kentucky now, and we had the constitutional carry um, a little bit before Ohio jumped on board with it. So, yeah, yeah. there is no permits or nothing. I'm, I'm actually glad about it. Yeah. Um, because when I moved here, my carry concealed from Ohio was still valid. And when you take the carry concealed class, if anybody, you know, has ever taken it, has it. You pass the class and your certificate is good for 10 years. You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking design just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC. So what happens is you get your carry concealed license and your license good for five. So you should be able to get two licenses per paper for past class. And then after every 10 years, you got to retake the class to freshen up, make sure your sight is good, you know, when you aim and whatnot. It's just kind of yeah. like, you know, when you get older and you drive with a license, you know, they want to make sure that the elderly is still good to be on the road. So, you know, yeah. when I moved here to Kentucky, Kentucky's a reciprocal reciprocal state so i got here and they uh i was like hey i gotta carry conceal here's my uh course paperwork everything license still intact everything still good dates on them they said oh you gotta do everything all over what but if i didn't change my license i don't have to do none of that over dang I said, yeah, I'm not paying y'all a dime. That's that's trifling. I, and I even offered to pay the application fee. Like, okay, if you got to redo a background check, I understand that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, yeah, you can't get around background checks, whatever. But for me to have to take a course and I, I got a paperwork saying my course was good, nah. And if I didn't change my license, that I could have carried concealed as much as I wanted. So, yeah, Brandon, I'm so happy about that constitutional carry because I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to pay nobody no money. But yeah, still, man. A, a double side coin to that, a double edged sword to that. So be careful. I just realized you're talking to Brandon in the comments and not. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I should have. I should have do that. I seen your face go sideways a couple times. Like, so like, how is this? Why still... are we talking so much about guns? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I see your face like, so how we get from expungement to gun talk? But he threw that out there. So I just wanted to tag on in the comments. But my bad. Good, um, I followed him though because it's in Ohio. And, and that's <laughs> me and my, no, me and my family was just talking about this two hours ago. Like, we just was talking about this. So now you, I, I'm with it. I hear you. So, so you, you get your license, you, you become, you know, in the top 20, the top 20 percentile in the office that you're in. And, yeah. um, you know, something happens and you, and you got that itch again to get your music back going. Yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy. Man, I was, uh, I always, like, kind of just to myself, like, messed around, you know, like, 
freestyled on some beats or whatever. But man, it it was when I met my brother in law, and man, you know, rest in peace, my brother in law. Man, he passed away this year. Oh, he had been battling some things, man. But he was a super super talented lyricist, and one one day. All of our family, we was all just there playing around doing karaoke. And man, I ain't gonna man, I ain't gonna lie, man. He just tore it up. And I'm like, dang. <laughs> and it just made me think, right? I'm like, man, I'm I remember when I used to do stuff like that. And then me and him started going back and forth. And I was letting him hear like some stuff or whatever. And he was like, That's you? And I'm like, Yeah, you know? He like, oh no, nah, bro, you gotta drop. Like, you got to start dropping now. Like, man, no, nah, for real. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, ah, you know, whatever. Because it's just like, man, I ain't been doing it, you know. But it was like when I started to notice, like, I still had it. All of the, like, it's funny. You started with 2014, but 2014 today, now I get why everything happened the way it did. Because, like, my message is for people from my kind of background. Like, just like what me and Fred was talking about, like, he made a good point, like, share your story, because you never know, you know, who's listening. You don't never know who's in the same kind of predicaments as you been or or still is. So, like, that's one of the points why I started, like, rapping, because it was like, I wanted to show Christianity from a different perspective, like, from my my perspective from my background, like showing like there's all different looks of people that believe and follow Jesus. Like a lot of times it's so funny, like people still clutch their like purse when I walk past and like, oh, black man with drink. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But they don't even know like how much, <laughs> you know, I really love God and I really could break down biblical truth for them for real. But I like that feeling. I don't know why. I like that I don't look like I would be a person that is in love with, you know, Jesus Christ, that that's my faith. But at the same time, that's why I can still go back to the places I used to be in and spread the gospel and people will listen. You know, and it's crazy. I didn't know that that's why my life was playing the way it is. But I started doing music because it's like, really, I'm doing music from people like people that's listening to my music is people that used to do the same things that I was doing back in the day that we was doing some of them things together. And they hear my music like, bro, I ain't never heard nobody rap about God like that. Like, you know, like that's dope, you know, like because when you think about it, like people, they're not hip to like Lecrae. They're not hip to, you know, like Andy Minio. They're not hip to KB. You know, they're not hip to these artists. So, like, a lot of times, like, some, some people is just hearing it from me, you know, because they're, they're not into, like, that type of genre of music yet. So, it's pretty cool. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So, let's, I say let's get into it. Yeah, for sure. And I say, Brandon, you ain't got to wait for no link. We're going to play, we're going to play a couple cuts for you right now. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Uh, so I want to know, uh, know who who put the mad emoji. <laughs> who put the, the, the mad emoji. I seen that and I was like, huh? Somebody, <laughs> somebody was upset. Oh well. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Have so, them, man. I want to hear that. Have them elaborate, like you know. Nah, why, it, why they angry? I honestly think it was a. I honestly think it was a mistake. Accident. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So I am going to share. So my project too, like I mean, just to continue, you know, it's called War on Demons, and um, I went with that name because like. It's kind of like the little phrase today, like back, you know, we used to say like, oh, I'm a beast or I'm like, I'm a monster or whatever, you know, but today, like a lot of times people are just like, oh, I'm a demon, you know, like, oh, I'm on demon time, you know, different things like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I don't mean to laugh, but somebody, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, like, so it was like, I made this album, like, cause it's just like, the album's message is like just against the the culture and like the stereotypes of like our people in all different ways, like people that is Christians or just people that are black, like, you know, just it's all different demographics of what I'm talking about. So it's just really like a message against the stereotypes of our people and especially the people of faith. You know what I'm saying? So, so can, war can on you, demons. Can you guys see my screen? Yeah, I can. Did you sign in with a second person, or when you said share screen, did it drop you with a second name? It second dropped me with a second the, name. That's dope. Yeah, this first time we share screen on, on this platform. So, yeah. Brandon, which song you want to play first? Uh, man, let's play Keys first. Let's play right. Keys. And we got 10 bricks, y'all. Let me know if y'all can, <laughs> <laughs> can y'all hear it? Unfortunately not. Oh, all right. Backup plan. Hold on, hold on. Okay. This, my, the... Nope. Backup plan. Okay. I'm Gucci. I already had this figured out. Look at Brad. He had it all planned out. Let me log in. I'm going to switch to the website instead of the Spotify app. Okay. And then when I do this, y'all bear with me. I'm going to cut this out on the feed, on the podcast feed. Was you doing it through your phone? No, I'm going to do it over here on the computer. But when I share from the uh, the website instead, it, it'll look a little different. All right, can y'all see my Spotify website? Yeah. All right, and we should be able to hear it. What's his name on Spotify? AG2G. I don't know how to put that little arrow up. <laughs> it's, uh, you just press like shift and stick. Ah. Y'all can hear it, right? Yeah. Turn my L in the lesson. Yeah, we just dripping the blessing. Oh, yeah, we just dripping the blessing. Ah, yeah, we just dripping the blessing. Ah, yeah, we just dripping the blessing. Ah, yeah, we just dripping the blessing. 
talk about my lord i'ma go and bow this a highlight real shout out third coast i'm in the spirit it felt like i could just flow i got the game on the rope i speak the mountains i just believe when i throw now it's on ocean flow it's in the sea you cannot drive in the boat i don't think you want the smoke god got the angels on go up in the scope one word they let it blow playing with god's kids end up in the scope i got plenty folk praying plenty hope faith radical christian pop will reverse the world i'm inner scope can't hit me though if you want my attention by center row praise god for not on the low it's only one door if you know you know yeah i got the keys of the kingdom hey, i got the I keys of the city got to me going to lock now we were studying and clocking hey cooking up i had to walk it Dripping the blessings can't block it. No, God really said the whole gang never could stop it. He really had to just watch it. Ha ha. Yeah, we just dripping the blessings. Yeah, we just dripping the blessings. Yeah, we just dripping the blessings. God turned my L in the lessons. Yeah, we just dripping the blessings. Yeah, we just dripping the blessings. Yeah, we just dripping the blessings. God turned my L in the lessons. Too many I'm muted. My bad. Want to pause it there and tell us? Um, you know, kind of tell us the story behind that song uh man so the story behind that song um i start off saying i got keys to the kingdom i got keys to the city um it's it's based off of a scripture where jesus had just explained to the disciples the power that they had and um i just really ran with that it you know it was a a biblical scripture and the crazy thing was also um Pastor Knight, shout out Pastor Knight, man. Pastor Knight. Shout out Pastor Knight, man. Big yeah. influence in my life. Shout whenever out y'all, whenever y'all hear me talk about my Ohio pastor, that that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely. Like he uh he uh definitely he had just did a Bible study about the keys of the kingdom and basically just saying like the difference between like when you know God and like when you don't know God like the maturity level of your faith because it's like when you think of the natural perspective like you don't give keys to a kid like all of us here is uh, is fathers like uh, we was all talking about father's day and i know that we got the a young our youngest i don't know how young y'all youngest is but i wouldn't give my youngest keys yet <laughs> man you better uh, not your youngest is a week old <laughs> exactly, you know what I'm saying? Like the babies is it's over. Like, you know, like they're gonna be lost. So basically what it is is like when you understand who you are in God, then God give you keys to different doors, and you have a certain kind of blessing and you have a certain kind of understanding to know how to enter that door of opportunity, you know. So I just really spun off of that, like you know, like keys is really about having the understanding of who you are and God. That's what's up. That's what's up. Let's uh, can y'all see uh can y'all see my comment on the screen from yes. Brandon? Oh man. So, that, so that's to you, Brandon. Dang. And he all he also said this. So just oh yeah, Sean McGee was wrong, Sandusky. Yeah. Yeah, he was wrong. Yeah, for the listeners, we got a little uh collabo happening as we speak. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey man, definitely I wanna man it, I'm gonna I, definitely get his information. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll put you two together. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. 
I'll put you two together. Ain't no thing. So let's Thank um, you. let's so. How about the root? Why don't you tell us that story? You got the homie on that song too. Oh yeah, definitely. Let's check that out. Uh, the root. Yeah, man, the root. It, it's like you know the root of all evil. A lot of times people would say that money is the root of all evil, but it's not money. It's the love of money. It's about the like how far people will go to acquire money, you know, because money isn't like evil if you do the right things with it. So, you know, it's really just about all the roots that kind of like distract us from the goals of our life and especially the goal in our life of getting closer to God. So the root is really about like money don't equal success, you know? Yeah. Question: Do you got a YouTube link, uh, Emmanuel? Which shout out Emmanuel Meadows uh, for checking us out. You know, yeah, man. Why your words. wife angry reacting on our video, bro? Probably, because he's watching us and not paying her no attention. So you know <laughs> that might have been intentional for y'all to. <laughs> like, <laughs> sound like his wife, like my lady. So I can feel his pain. Oh man! And <laughs> hey, you already know, man. You already know. Yeah, man. My wife, she helped me stay in, in order. I'll definitely say that. Yeah. No, but we'll we'll make sure we get all the links posted uh, afterwards. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. I ain't got to respond to him then. Let's play. Yeah, a little, let's play a little bit of the root, and that's okay. Got, and we gonna shout out the homie Brajan on here. Brajan, what up, bro? I can't hear you. I think you. I can't hear you. I was wondering why. Yeah, bro. I have to do so much editing on this episode. It's crazy. <laughs> nah, little bloopers, members. It's uncut. Yeah, nah, it's <laughs> cool, man. It's, yeah, we are. Right. 
they're gonna have to get some bloopers out here. We unless somebody finna sponsor us and put us in a bus or somebody finna give us a studio to work out of. It's blue yeah. here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Help us get out there though, and then that, therefore the bloopers could be on somebody media channel and not on us. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> hey, <laughs> man, speaking into reality, bro, for real. Yeah. Oh, no, it's on the way. We just, you know what I'm saying? We had to do a little lead work, but it's on the way. It's on the hey. way. Hey. And that's just speaking into reality. Don't nobody think that we just finna pop off tomorrow, but you know what I'm saying? Hey, it, it's, it's coming. One day, one day. Yep. It's coming, for sure. I, I believe in it. I, I, I ain't spend no money because I ain't believe in it. I, I bought equipment because I believe in this. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. Um. I forgot what I was saying while I had it muted. So <laughs> it was so, probably about that verse. Probably, man. Probably yeah. about that. It, it was fire though. Let's um, man, I appreciate it. Let, let's 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 hit one more. Oh, okay. Uh oh man. It could go so many different ways. Let's go with uh let's switch up the vibe. Let's go with uh Judas Love. Okay. Show give my us, versatility. Give us a little give us a little background on that one. Oh man, I came up with this uh verse because like Judas love, of course we know that Judas betrayed Jesus. So it's really just a, a song about fake love and not so much like where people is fake, but just sometimes when we have things that we gravitate towards that we think is going to make us feel better. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially with money, like, you know, a lot of times we feel like, oh, if I had more money, I would I would be more happier. Or if I had this or if I had that, um, you know, like, it's just it's just a song that's about like things that really don't satisfy your needs. Like you think, like the only thing that are truly like really satisfy that void that sometimes we feel like inside is like just God, like you can't feel that void inside with nothing else but God's love. So, you know, it's just about filling yourself up with the wrong things and finding the right things to fill yourself up with. So it's Judas love. What's up? Let's hear a little bit of it. Yep. Sliding on me, hey, my lord, they paid all the feet. Hey, my blessings all on the reap. 
play. Still with no money, I feel like it's sunny. I'm still really chummy, blessed with milk and honey. My spirit dripping, you think I'm in Philly, but really I'm Liddy and I don't see any. Word is my weapon, I'm squeezing it empty. The devil is plenty, got off one to 20. 20. I gotta soak up, they got out the bounty. Got clean my dirty laundry like it's down. Pray for the brothers and sisters in county. Like we in foreign, we gotta get out. I don't care about diamonds, dancing the plotty. I pray you beat the perks out to Molly. I'm so outside with it, came out the valley. I'm out this firm and I'm not from this planet. I bought a dog with my life, I kept planning. I knew with liberty, they cannot stand it. My wife is black and she raising the standard. Yeah, raising the standard. We gotta worship in spirit and truth. So ain't no time for your view. Life in the zoo, no snakes in my crew. Not even on shoes. I follow God's rules. I don't move with no fools. No matter they cool. I know really what a Judas would do. All right, so y'all gonna have to go back to Spotify. I want to hear the whole the whole album. <laughs> yeah, you should yeah. be able to get the link right there. I done had it up. You know, yeah, check Spotify it out, man. Link, you know, so. You know, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, we, we, we learned that your, your your brother-in-law, rest in peace to him. You know, yeah. As, as the young folk would say, he put the battery in your back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, what... Mm, going through the whole writing the music, producing it, yeah. You know what? What was that journey like to just do it? Because you didn't just say like, "Oh, I'm gonna do this," and then you had a yeah. whole whole album ready to go. Like, obviously, like you went through some things to 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 get it produced and and to get it, you know, to get motivated on, on yeah, what you sure. wanted your message to be. You know, talk about the journey of making this album. Yeah, man. Um, I started recording last year, and um, you know, like like we had said, I had took a break. You know, a pretty long break. So like the first, <laughs> the first five songs I did, I scrapped. <laughs> like, you know, like it was just kind of like me catching up to speed and kind of like, you know, wanting my music to be, that have a certain kind of uh, relevancy. Because when you, I'm doing music for a message, I want people to want to hear it. You know, like it's so, when people hear that you, you know, rapping about God, like a lot of times people ain't about to click on that. <laughs> so you, you got to make sure that you have all the aspects of what music have today, but with the message of God. So I just found myself recording and I think I even did, I probably did a little bit more. I probably did like seven songs. So out of those seven songs I did last year, I scrapped all but one. So I just was working on myself. And then I would say probably like around last December, man, I just, man, I caught speed. And almost every song that I had recorded after that was just like, man, man, man. I'm like, this is, this is what I want to sound like. This is my sound. Like, you know, and it started to just call, come together. And I recorded at a studio uh, in Cleveland called Top of the World Studios. Um, shout out my engineer named Josh, Josh Manis. Shout and uh, he uh, what's cool too, man. That's another part of my journey that I, I feel is really cool. All the change that I did 
the people that really rock with me still rock with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't fall back like, oh, man, this dude always talking about God or like, oh, man. Like, because he was my engineer when I was like doing secular music. So at first, you know, he told me later, like, he was like, man, it was, it was different at first. But then he was like, man, when I heard your message and then I heard like, you know, like your cadence and everything was like all up to par and everything. Like, he was like, man, I started to have faith in your, you know, music and stuff. Like, man, and he was like, everybody can't do what you did. Like, switch, you know, different materials, you know. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Josh really, he recorded and mastered everything. And I had it done in the beginning of April, like the probably last week of March, beginning of April. And then, like, you know, I dropped it uh, April 4th, 15th, April 15th. That's what's up. It's it's been that it's been that long already yeah i got a whole bunch of new songs recorded man it's just like with with this baby man i'm i'm on lockdown <laughs> my wife like you ain't going to that studio listen here you better record them, you better record them diapers you better yeah, record right? them. <laughs> in between, like jay-z said in between changing a diaper you better be writing some shit. <laughs> yeah, man, man. Hey, that was a crazy bar though yeah. <laughs> Um, shout out Kiara, man. Hey, um, man. So yeah, and I did notice that this album was called War on Demons Part One. Yeah, yeah. I did notice that. Yeah, for sure, man. I, um, I'm gonna do another part two. Um, it's gonna have seven songs on it. Um, seven is God's number, but like 14 is perfect spiritual perfection or reborn. So, um, when I feel I have that same type of vibe of because that album was really about mostly like spiritual warfare, you know. So like when I feel that that type of vibe comes again, then I'll probably have my part two. But I'm really thinking about like my next project, and y'all probably the first to hear this. Like I'm thinking my next project because it's kind of a little bit different vibe. It's probably gonna be called Kingdom Hearts. Okay. And it's really about just the pe it's really about the heart of our people and the heart of the church right now. Okay. Yeah. And I noticed that, and if I'm wrong, just tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. So this seems like you got a little bit of video game inspiration. Yeah. In well, you know, Kingdom Hearts, you know, that was yeah. a class video game. The world yeah. even cover, it looks like the the character from Assassin's Creed, and it looks yeah. like it looks like a PS4 case type yeah. or Xbox case on it. So I'm not tripping. No, man. I like that you, you pointed that out because it's like I wanted to make it like pretty practical too. Because like if you, you got to zoom in on it, but it say like the feature demons and level up. Because I just wanted the message like, you know, most of us that grew up playing video games, you know, at every level you had to defeat a boss. You know what I'm saying? And mm. most of the games that I play... Like, you had to defeat some type of demon or some kind of monster. But basically, the message is when we defeat our demons, then we level up in life. It looked like God of War letters. Really what it looked like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what we're not going to do is just pass up that bar. What? Where you just said when you when you defeat your demons in life, you, you, you level up. I probably just messed it up a little bit, but that was a... Yeah. That was the spirit of what you said. That, that was a bar. 
Yeah. That was hard. That will absolutely be on social media. Yeah. <laughs> Reels. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, man, man, new baby, new, new album. Yeah. Top tier real estate salesperson. Yeah. Man. And, and what it's else? crazy. Hey, well, you keep your easy button at, bro. <laughs> wow, man. I'm telling you, man. It's it's just, man, it's a lot of balance and it's a lot of prayer, bro. Like, I'm a, I'm the kind of person, man, I ain't never gonna ever do or act like I'm doing this without God. Like, if anybody that's listening that probably ain't like super spiritual, I probably get on their nerves, but I can't <laughs> cap. Like, I can't act like I do this outside of the authority and power that God gave me through his spirit. Like, I don't know how I do this stuff. I put my mind to it. I keep myself before the Lord and these things come to fruition. You know, I just, this is really it, man. You know, like I'm really like, I base my current life off of a, another Bible scripture. That's Matthew 6 and 33. It says, you know, first seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all else shall be added yeah. to you. Yeah. I Look really believe that. In there. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, see. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, grew, I grew up in the church. Don't mean I go every Sunday, but yeah. <laughs> hey, hey some things, that, some though. things gonna stick. It's shit. It is what it is. <laughs> For real, man. And I'm just really, man. I'm I'm really just living off that verse, bro. Like, I really I put God first, and man, it's, it really happens. Look, I, one thing I can say, you know what I'm saying, almost everybody probably live off a verse. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's always going to be a verse that, you know what I'm saying, stick. Like, my mom's is like Proverbs 23, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, so it, another one, you know, Psalms 23 is a big one for a lot of people. So it's, I mean, people live off verses, you know what I mean? Like, there's mm -hmm. another, I think it's another Matthew verse that, you know what I'm saying, she loved too, but... I, I mean, that's like no matter what, I think that that helps give a person that extra push. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just mm -hmm. when you get down, even for me, like on some regular degular, I ain't been to church on a regular degular. And when I say regular degular, I'm talking y'all know what I mean. Like you know, uh, Bible not Bible study, but uh, Sunday school, church service, second service, Bible study. Yeah. I ain't been on no regular dangler <laughs> since I was in my mama house, but yeah. you know, even even on hard times, we still, you know what I'm saying, call out his name or you know what I'm saying yeah. inside of scripture or something, you know what I'm saying? Like that's just that's just that's just what it is. Even even some of the most non-spiritual folks still call out, you know what I'm saying? Oh Lord, yeah. help me, please, you know what I'm saying? Like they it's something about it, like you know, they know that that's where you know what I'm saying they strength or or they help come from. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, for sure, bro. For sure, man. Well, listen, man, I'm happy for you, bro. I'm proud of you. Keep Thanks, going, man. You know what I'm saying? We will definitely love to have you back anytime. Yeah, most definitely. Man, and, uh, bro, I had a lot of fun, man. I like, yeah. man, I like too, man, just meeting Fred, man. I like when I meet people that's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that, how we started off the show. Like, 
you know, he, him giving his perspective and me listening. Because I feel like that's how, like, that's what's missing in our culture. Everybody get offended when, like, somebody be like, well, you know what, bro? I see it like that, but this is how I see it, too. That's how we That's how we grow, man, when we be mature enough to accept each other's perspective, bro. Hey, real talk, that's how, that's how what's happening was built. It, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, just two cats sitting there giving two perspectives. Yeah. You know? And if you'd asked our peers at the time, they'd have been like, there's no way y'all hold a conversation together. Like, hey, <laughs> man, <laughs> hey I'm, I'm telling you that I'm probably a lot more mild than what I was, but they were sitting us two in the same room, they'd have never thought, you know what I mean, that me and him be on the same page the way we do. But yeah, you know, we always understood that each other was gonna have a different perspective. It helped us learn from a different perspective. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how you learn. That's how you build. That's how you grow. Yeah. I, I just realized I halfway lied because I said we ain't talked since last week, but we just had a whole text version of a podcast on Friday. I do. <laughs> hey, but it, but it it happened so you know so naturally. <laughs> it, it still feel like forever because we still got a hundred rounds to go when we when we do talk or look face to face. You know, like I. I, I think that's the probably the worst part is we don't have enough time to put all this on wax because boy we have probably more involved than pot. <laughs> <laughs> so Brandon, real quick, plug yeah. everything, plug everything you got going on. Yeah, Please. man. Follow me on all social medias, man. I keep it real basic, man. AG underscore two G underscore two lit. That's my uh screen name. <laughs> So I keep it basic across the board. That's that's Twitter, that's Instagram, that's TikTok, you know, all those good social medias. Okay. All right. And then um, where can everybody listen to your music at? Spotify? Uh, yeah, Spotify, uh, YouTube, Apple Music, um, SoundCloud, and just about Amazon Music, just Anywhere you can stream music, I'm on. Plug the uh, the, plug the wife's website when it's back up and running. Since we talked about, but it. I definitely. Hey, y'all go check out uh, May First Crafts because it, it is clothing. But my wife, she do a whole bunch of different things too. She she's very artistic. I'll say that she's artsy. So like, definitely check out her Instagram, May First Crafts. Bet bet bet. And then y'all know where y'all can find us at what's happening. W H U S H A T T N I N. I got it right here on my screen looking at Fred and I still look away <laughs> trying to think of it. You saw that. Looking at me. It's in the corner. He spelled it. It shouldn't even be no mystery. It should be already <laughs> tattooed. I'm the one that had to struggle with it first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But since we laughing, I do, you know what I'm saying, want to end out, you know what I'm saying, because uh, the other Brandon, not, not the one that we interviewing, um, the Brandon we interviewing is married, but we're going to end with a laugh. He said, ain't nothing wrong with being true to your faith. There's a whole lot of thick Christian women Man. who, who know, what, know what commitment really means. But I already said, this Brandon married, you know what I'm saying? There's a bunch of married folks on this podcast, but boy, that's a good one. <laughs>
Hey, I guess if y'all ain't on the podcast, I'm Christian Mingle. Peace. <laughs> y'all know the crazy part is? The crazy part is, is that we interview a Christian artist. And because of Fred, I still got to miss this episode. It's explicit. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't just because of me. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> I say this all the time. You know what you were doing when you invited me to be a co-host. So it ain't because of me. <laughs> Y'all follow us on social media. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time live, thank you. Um, what's happening on all platforms? Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Um, subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the entire archive. Leave us a five-star rating. Fred is Mr.Humble underscore beginnings on Instagram. I am Brad Robinson1986 on Twitter, I think, and Instagram. One of the two. I don't know. It'll be in the show comments. Remember, I, I changed Archbishop Yeah, Brad I'm about to say. I've been changed. I'm links so I can follow Fred. I, I, didn't, I didn't see that change there. I'm going to have to go look. It's probably swag. <laughs> 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 Y'all have a good one. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you, too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking design just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC.